0: Now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN central Texas. It
1: is the Matt Mosley show. Aaron Sexton alongside it's four o'clock. It's Pete Sousa time. I mean, it's time to get him on. He's very, uh, he's always, always in a good mood, except for when the Eagles bow out of the playoffs. Now, the only thing that makes the Cowboys and Eagles feel a little bit better is when each other are in trouble, when both of them bow out at the same time, okay? The misery does love company. Uh, Pete, welcome it back.
0: Pathet- it was pathetic, Matt. It was pathetic. The <laughs> Eagles were, were beyond pathetic for the whole second half of the season. I'm not sure what's going on inside that organization or the locker room or front office. I I, I heard – uh, from some of my friends in Philadelphia who are sort of sourced up that the team had, like, kind of turned on Sirianni, like that he just kind of lost the team. Uh, but, boy, I mean, and the same thing with the Cowboys. Not only are we – that we have real rough endings the season, but it both looks like we're both – we need to buckle up and we're, we're stuck with these two guys for at least another year.
1: I mean, Sirianni is still kind of young enough – you know, he's he's an ascending, I mean, who knows, he may get himself fired, but, like, you feel like there might be some things he could learn along the way. Whereas Mike, I mean, you know, everybody's asking him, what do you want to change? Mike, what are you going to change? And there he is up there today, well, well yeah, that's tough. still raw. It's still numb. Okay, Mike, we get that. He did say today that they have a championship program just not a world championship program.
0: <laughs> you got to win playoff games to become, even in the championship conversation. And I respect the Cowboys. I mean, to me, the the, the, the logo in itself is, is royalty. I don't care where you're from. And he's won 36 games in three seasons. But when you don't win one playoff game and you're the most lucrative organizi- organization in sports, I don't know. That's You know, the standard is pretty high.
1: Yeah. Well, and the Eagles just went to the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, they, so they as, as, as bad as it, it feels right now, you know, you, that's something the Cowboys have not done in 28 seasons, Um, you know, haven't been to an NFC title game, 27, 28 seasons now. So, I mean, Eagles have been to several of those as far as like titles, title games, and at least playing in the Super Bowl in the time the Cowboys have not. So I would yeah,
0: say... They've been fortunate that they've kind of dominated that division uh, in recent years. But I do feel like any kind of hold they had on that division is about... I, I feel like it's about to slip away. I, I, I just... It's just my gut feeling. I could be wrong. You know how quickly things can change in the NFL. Uh, but, But I feel like that's the case. I, I've heard from... Uh, buddy, of mine who works for the uh, Philadelphia, it uh, uh, works in the media there, and that I guess they're going to have a meeting tomorrow with Sirianni, uh, Jeffrey Lurie in the front office, and I think they're going to give him every opportunity to kind of state his blueprint for success. Uh, and if they buy in, then they'll, they'll keep him around. They're, they're not, they're, they don't hire and fire coaches, and they and they don't go after big name coaches, really. So I, I think I think you're right. I think Sirianni haven't gone to the Super Bowl last year and he's got a foothold there. Uh, with that winning, you know, so nearly in the in the rearview mirror that I think he's in good shape. Yeah.
1: Well, and you won a Super Bowl. I mean, that's the crazy yeah, well, thing. Did. What five six years ago? I know it feels like forever ago, but, but again, Doug
0: Peterson, he, that was a whole different coach. You know, well, I know, and, and a different I know. Staff.
1: Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying like that when you compare the the long wilderness yeah. the Cowboys have been in, it's uh it's pretty uh it's pretty crazy. Now,
0: well, Big one, 12 One more, thing before, one, one more yeah. thing before we get to hoops. Were you surprised I was surprised by the Cowboys and I was surprised by the Eagles and you've been around the Cowboy fire for a very long time. Just how they both got embarrassed. Like that in the playoffs, especially the Cowboys at home, they got embarrassed. To me that it's just like, not, it's not professional. It's not, not NFL. It's, that's college. I was really surprised.
1: Well, especially after the Cowboys had been dominant at home. I mean, that, yeah. that started to really seem like a real deal, right? 16 yeah. straight home games. That felt real. That didn't feel like one of these kind of, well, it doesn't matter, right? But it kind of started to feel real. And and that was an embarrassment, and they couldn't answer. And Lafleur jumped on him quickly, and Dak had a, a you know a long, far away look in his eye. You probably saw it from Hertz sometimes this year. Again, uh, yeah. you can't compare yeah. the two because Hertz went to a dang Super Bowl, you know, it recently. I mean, he he just Dak is one of the, and but maybe both Dak and Mike just feel like regular season warriors. Like, I almost wondered if, if the Eagles were going to, because of what they'd done in the postseason, turn it on somehow. Well, they didn't. They didn't, right? Yeah. They get embarrassed by Baker Mayfield and Tampa, a 9-8 and eight team, I might add. Let's not act like either one of these teams played great teams. I mean, they were both yeah. very fortunate to even be in the playoffs, and they both got outclassed. They both completely yep. got outclassed. I mean, it, you're, you're yep. right. It was embarrassing and the cowboys made it 48-32 and they love trying to get credit for that. I mean Mike yeah, was in there that. with Jerry saying, "Boy, did you see how the guys rallied?" And I hope Jerry said, "You were down 41 to 16. The game was over when it got to 27 to nothing." Right? And and I mean it just so yeah, I mean I I don't I don't know where Hurts is in his contract, but Dak, you know, Cowboys will end up having to do another extension with him. For massive money because they don't want to take the cap hit, and so yeah. you know it's it's uh, it just feels like m- more of the same. There are no got, I don't know got maybe support the support
0: e- groups for us.
1: Yeah, but but again, you don't deserve a support group because y'all have had success. We have, um, we have and I, and, and, and yeah, you're
0: exactly right, yeah.
1: Okay, and I don't want one either because. I'm not really a fan, but I am in the media and I get worked up sure. about it. I mean I it's the team I cover and, and well, that's you know your it's job. just kind of you, you know you, yeah. gotta, you
0: gotta hold these guys accountable. So yes from, Thank you, you know from the beginning that's what that's what sports media, that's what media is about. Yeah. We have to hold these guys accountable.
1: That's right. That's why I want you to hold uh Rodney Terry accountable. Yeah. For what he was doing in that in that handshake line last night. Now again, you got to work with these guys, and I get it. I'm not trying to draw you off sides, but in my opinion, that you let the other, you know, if you want to say something to the other coach, yeah, say it, say it. That's fine. Say, hey, I didn't appreciate the way your guys act, whatever. But to go through the line, cussing at the players, telling them they're being classless and all. Hey, you're 55 years old, you know, act like a grown up. And don't act like a spoiled child. I mean, they got beat. They got beat at their place, seventy-seven, seventy-one. I'm sorry if the kids want to throw a few horns downs. What does that? Oh, does that make them horrible people? No, not you know, not one bit. I mean, it, and probably the UCF kids just learned horns down last week. It's not <laughs> like people grow up learning horns down. I mean, unless you grow up around here. But the, most of the kids are like, what's this? Oh, horns down? Okay, this seems fun. So, anyway, I thought I thought Rodney uh, okay, look, got I, I've, carried I've away. Had
0: great, you know, I, I work with these guys, you're right. I've had awesome experiences with Rodney Terry. And part of which is because, God rest his soul, he was really close with Lance Planks, who, as you know, passed last year. And, and yeah. I got a chance to work with Lance and kind of get close to him. So, yeah, Rodney Terry is a great man, right? Uh, and he's a great coach. Now, to what you're saying, I, I believe, like, that, that job comes with monumental pressure, and I think to what you're saying, and, I, and I, I won't be surprised if he comes out and says, "Hey, maybe that was a little over the top by me, right?" That reaction. I mean, mm. you're you're in that handshake line. We we've, we've seen some stuff go down in those handshake lines over the past you know couple of years, uh, and I, I believe also it's one of those things when he did that, I thought to myself. I wonder how the big money donors at Texas are going to handle that. They probably almost see that as a saving grace in the loss. Like, hey, you're not. That's right, Rodney. You're not going to do that at our at Moody Coliseum. You know, oh, you're not going to do that in Austin. I almost thought like maybe it wasn't a bad move for him, PR wise, uh, because it's like something that they won't tolerate. Because yeah, you know how Texas is. They're Texas, yeah. is so great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 but I was surprised. I, I was. Uh, you know UCF man i mean they beat Kansas right they're, they 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 played with BYU in Provo and you know i got them tomorrow or saturday they're going to be in Houston uh, and Johnny Dawkins they're playing well they're two and two i don't think yeah. anybody saw that coming I, you know you look at the the big 12 and just the gauntlet that it is i don't think i don't think anybody saw uh, you know the opportunity of for UCF to come out and emerge but so far so good they play great D uh, and, and they're off to a really good start.
1: I, I want to see, uh, Pete Souza, what you think of the environment at Houston. I, you know, Mac Rhodes played a big role in spearheading that arena. Um, is that a renovation, or was that a – because it used to yeah, be I, look, Hall the Fines. Center.
0: I, I think it's a renovation. Center. I'll find out more, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'll, I think I, it could be brand new, and, and forgive me for not knowing that. I should I think he did. I think
1: – I think they did just uh, do a whole new arena. Some of these things well, like TCU it, and, and, uh, yeah. and SMU, they renovated it, right? Yeah.
0: You hear Kelvin Sampson. So I've been doing my research, right, and listening to a lot of Kelvin Sampson and reading a lot. And you got to give Mac Rhodes credit, man. When he talks about the, the program that they built there uh, and, you know, the new practice facility and all the bells and whistles that have come with being a top ten program, which they are now perennially. Uh, he mentions Mack Rowe's name a lot. Kelvin Sampson does. And just the fact that the, the the administration and the powers that be at Houston gave Kelvin Sampson the opportunity. They hadn't won an NCAA tournament game in like 36 years up until uh, 2017. I did not know the drought was that long because we all go back to like the guy V days, you know, and they were just, I remember that as a kid, five slam pajama and the rich tradition mm-hmm. there. Uh, and the, the fact that they've been able to get it back. Uh, and, you know, he, but, but, but Kelvin Sampson talks about the environment there and how much of an advantage they have. He also talks about how this year they're coming out of the American Conference, and it's going to be a much different – it already is, right, a much different envir- mm-hmm. environment for them. He's like, hey, we're going to lose. Uh, and that's the whole thing for, for players to understand. Now, they won last night handily over texas tech and your buddy Grant McCaslin, who's doing a heck of a job at texas tech so far
1: mm-hmm. I, i'm wondering kansas u of h baylor k-state tech tcu has i mean honestly they took they gave kansas all they wanted you know they've had some good moments yep yeah, they beat houston at their play at, at, at ntcu um from what you've seen and in addition to calling these games, then you kind of get ready for the games so you do get to watch a lot of these games and boy ESPN plus part of the reason it's a nice product is because those games are archived, right And you can go back and yeah. I'm sure you can get access to anything you want from ESPN, but that's kind of nice for at least for fans and media. Uh, like myself, I can go back and you know watch these games archived and, and, and see it's these awesome. games.
0: The Big 12, now, Big 12 now on ESPN Plus, you know, it is awesome. The access is awesome. The quality of the games, just, you know, you because know, it's not – the Big 12 now, ESPN Plus, that's the ESPN deal. It's not like a, a school deal. Um, they put a, a lot into it, and they're great. Those, the games are great, and, uh, you know, it's just like a game on ESPN 2. Like, for me, I'll do a game on ESPN 2 one day, and then – you're doing one on Big 12 now, ESPN Plus. But you're right; the archives are amazing. It's worth getting that app. That yeah. app is awesome.
1: Yeah, Well, plug there for you as you go around. You go. They'll appreciate that. <laughs> tell it, tell, tell my old friends in Bristol that. Now, of those, of those teams, especially those one loss teams, Baylor should be four and O. By the way, that was they really left one on the table the other night, but. Yeah. Anyway, b- bunch of people tied at three one. You still give Kansas the edge right now, or do you kind of have and the U of H has lost two games as you noted? But I, I do. You, I mean, there's, but they still remain number five in the country. When you start to kind of break it down from what you've seen early, I, I mean, K State will be fine and they'll be good, but they're not great right now. I and mean, Baylor totally yeah. should have beaten them be the other night. TCU is going to be really good at home. Struggle on the road at times. Same with Tech. Um, Same with a lot of these teams. Quite honestly, do Kansas and U of H in your mind kind of separate in a separate category right now from the rest of the conference? I
0: I, I think Kansas separates themselves from everybody, and here's why: uh, retention of players and the addition of Hunter Dickinson, who's a monster. But they bring back Kevin McCullough, they have DeJuan Harris Jr., K J Adams. Mm-hmm. And you don't get you don't get that kind of retention anymore really in college basketball. So to bring those guys back and also to have Bill Self and also when you think there's sort of a chip on the shoulder of the Jayhawks when they didn't have the opportunity to go to the tournament last year with Bill Self, I think that would have been much different had they. I think that they they have they will have some tricks up their sleeve, uh, when we get here towards March that some of the other programs May not have. I think Baylor's in that category where they might have some tricks too. Houston, it's. I'm so interested to see how they handle the night in and night out grind of the Big 12 and how they end up at the end of the season. I mean, you know, the American Conference, they were cruising through. They they were 36 and six in the in the American Conference over the past three years, right? They've already lost two conference games. Uh, you know, like in, in this one year, so it's it's something that I think Houston will have to fight through uh, the rigors of the Big Twelve. I, and I think if you're going to do it, you might as well do it with Kelvin Sampson. He's one of the best coaches in America. His ability yeah. to psychologically get those guys ready uh, is second to any no coach in this country.
1: Yeah. Oh, Aaron, the guy you know you that calls you, Aaron Sexton, on our show, connected to that program. He's got family members in that U of H program, so we've got we've got all and kinds of connections. one thing about
0: U of H, and, and, yeah. and Aaron knows this well. The one thing you know, Samson calls his assistant coaches like his secret sauce, and he, you know, where other or Baylor, you could say right, they they have built a family there. It's legit, you know. Um, you know, people talk about culture when it's right in front of you. You know what it is. But Ray J Dennis said that about Baylor, and that's true. You know, and he said that when they were recruiting him. I think Houston is the same thing. I mean, you go down the line, these coaches have been together for so long, Kelvin Sampson is his assistants, and he's got his son working in the, in, the, in the program who's a great coach. His daughter is there. Like, their family is so connected to that program. It is a family. Like, that Houston basketball program is a family, and I think yep. that that's a wild card that hopefully can, for Kelvin Sampson, set them apart.
1: All right, Pete. This, our time always flies by because I enjoy it so much, and of course we talk so much NFL. So let's do yeah. it again soon. Jim Howler, the the legend himself, Jim. is waiting in the wings. So we got to
0: Oh, well let, me, yes. let me let me step aside. Let me step aside. All right. Tell tell Coach I said what's up.
1: I'll uh, I'll let him know. And uh, and great to visit with you. Safe travels to Houston. Not too far of a drive for you. And and work in some kind of fun. Space stuff, you know, when the when those uh, two, yeah, yeah, because they they argue over who's really Space City, right? Who's the who's the true Rocket Town sort of deal, and and uh, so that's kind of a a fun little rivalry that's emerged. So keep that in mind if you need any filler, okay.
0: You got it, and, and if uh, Johnny Dawkins asked me how to stop a Houston basketball team, I was telling him Jim Haller's on the line. He could stop five five Slam Pajamas. so maybe mm-hmm. he could maybe do we'll
1: it. Help. I'm giving I am giving you a horns down as we speak. Okay, <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs>
0: All right, Matt, take it easy, man.
1: All right, Pete Souza on the Matt Mosley show.